broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Good morning. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I am Stephanie Bell, and I am joined by Mark Ellinger. I hope you all... Good morning. I hope you all feel the same way I do. I know I've been out for a couple of days, and I miss it when you're off your schedule and you don't do your normal morning routine. So uh, thanks for everyone who's checking in on the texter. Uh, I'm glad to be back this morning. Tomorrow, uh, we will have Trey Fauché in co-hosting. I will be here as well. Um, and I know we will have Jeremy Katie in from Americans for Prosperity talking about their legislative priorities. I know they've picked a candidate in the presidential race. I wonder. Um, I want to get an update from him about what um what they're planning on doing here in as far as the state campaigns in 2024 and we've gotten some recent announcements that we have yet to get to this morning but right now we really need to get to raven harrison um who we talk to every week the conservative warrior and i was thinking about you raven yesterday when i saw hunter biden standing on the capitol steps i'm like ooh, raven is gonna have some words about this what do you make of hunter biden's statement yesterday oh man um so people asked me to describe it in one word, and I said stupid, <laughs> crack-addicted, tax-cheat, alidocious, cheat. It was ridiculous. It was nonsense. It was pitiful, you know, and exactly theater. What was even more disappointing, Stephanie, is to have a sitting congressman in there while he evaded a subpoena. So he went up and made that speech, tried to dictate to Congress the terms of his statement and then left in contempt of Congress. And, you know, Congress adjourned with absolutely zero repercussions. It is so predictable theater. What do you want to see from Congress next? I mean, they said they're going to hold him in contempt. Um, Mark had suggested today that they should let all of the records out regarding Hunter Biden. If there really is evidence, they should make those public. What do you want to see? I want to see that as well, but the American people want to see uh, uh, the the two-tier justice system destroyed. We need to see the laws being applied equally to both sides. This has become a train wreck. This has become Democrats steamrolling and Republicans just rolling over and letting them. So that's what was happening. Our government is not functioning, and it's going to require our, you know, we the people to get in there and go, guys, we're going to we're going to be on you every day until you follow through. We're supposed to be talking about single bills. We have really big problems right now. So letting the fact that they even took us through this Hunter Biden political charade is pitiful. You know, does anybody know that Zelensky just bought a 20 million dollar mansion in Vera Beach, Florida yesterday with our tax money? Well, talking about government dysfunction, Raven, I mean, the border continues to be just a nightmare. And then yes. you just raised Ukraine. I guess, uh, is there going to be some kind of grand bargain that's done where Ukraine gets money to, to fight the Russians and in return, maybe we actually do some fix of the border? Uh, no. What you're looking at right now is, remember, we had fought for one of the things that McCarthy was ousted for was we needed single bills coming up, not these multiple page monstrosities that nobody has time to read. Acts for single issue bills. And now what we've got is $886 billion marked for these special projects, which includes, I believe, I can't remember what the earmark was, but a, a substantial, I think $168 million, if I saw the numbers correctly, continuing to go to uh, Ukraine. Uh, I didn't see anything earmarked for Israel. 
and I didn't see anything earmarked for our border. So they've got our border wide open. I mean, Joe Biden on one frame says, you know what, we're going to continue to build the wall. And on the other one, he has the Homeland Security cutting the barbed wire so people can walk through it. Now, I see on your Twitter you also took issue with the Boston mayor, and we were talking about that earlier this morning. When Mark told me about it, I actually thought it was made up, and I thought, I have to go check his sources on this, because why would anyone do that? Thank you. What what are your thoughts? I mean, it's just incredible. I can't believe, and to have Democrats embracing this segregation. So for those who don't know, the mayor is having some kind of Christmas party that excludes whites. Whites are not allowed into this Christmas party. This is, you know, we fought against this in the 60s of this kind of racism and intolerance, and they're supposed to be the party of inclusion. And yet, how do you advertise with state funds a function where white people are not allowed? I mean, I cannot believe this is the America that we live in right now. We are talking with Raven Harrison. You can find her at ravenharrison.com. She's also on Twitter, which you can get to from that website. Raven, what do you think all the anti-Semitic protests that we're seeing on major college campuses and and a lot of uh, the presidents, if nothing else, being complicit in those protests? What you're seeing is really disappointing. You know, I am the daughter of two retired Air Force colonels. We've lived in communism. We lived in some of these third world countries, and people don't realize how good they have it. Nobody would realize how much their voice means until they get to a place where they can't have it, and it's being given away. So all these protests, it's just a big wake-up call of what we've allowed to fester in this country. We're wondering why the young people... You know, why we can't communicate with them, because how are they going to fight for a country if we don't teach them how to love it or to love themselves? We've got so many areas of fracture here, but it is unreal to me how they just don't understand what they are giving away. Freedom lost once is freedom lost forever. So we cannot be tolerating under the guise of acceptance. We also need to clarify the line between rights and entitlement. We're hearing a lot of, well, people have the right to protest. Well, Americans have the right to protest in America. That's what makes it America. But we're also now extending these rights to people who have illegally jumped our border. They don't get rights. They don't get benefits. There's no other country that you can break into and be rewarded with free health care, education, money, cell phones. But that's what we're doing. It's it's hard to watch. Well, I am uh, looking at this new poll out this morning. Um, they're saying that few adults would be satisfied with a Biden Trump rematch. They actually the um, they quoted somebody from Monette, Missouri, and he said, probably this is Randy Johnson. Probably the best way to put it is I find it sad for our country that this is our best choice. We're down to the lesser of two evils. And later they say of Republicans, 58 um, percent would be very or somewhat dissatisfied with Trump as the GOP pick. I know you are not in that 58%, but for these folks, you know, I worry that these folks who are dissatisfied with the overall choice will either not show up um, or, you know, throw their vote away. For those folks, how do you how do you convince them, hey, Trump is the right pick here? What I tell them is we don't make this about personalities. We make this about how the government functions. So, And this is a really, this was the plan by the Democrats to make him so unfavorable by constant news coverage. So if you look at statistically, 93% of the coverage that President Trump got when he was president was negative. 
that means it was 24-7 bashing, uh, a narrative being pushed. But is that reflective of what really happened? Is that reflective of the best economy we ever had, the lowest unemployment, uh, a secure border? It is not. And remember, many of these people, the majority of the people who are bashing President Trump now were all about him you know, before they couldn't control him. So now all of a sudden, you know, these people always wanted his endorsements, his help, his money. Donald Trump was everywhere. Didn't Obama say the dream, the American dream was to be Donald Trump? Obama said that when he was running. And then when they realized that he wasn't going to go along to get along, they couldn't buy him. That's when they tried to break him. So that's what I tell people to remember. Focus on the kitchen table issues. Do not let them distract you with the squirrel of, the world is on fire. We don't have time for social issues. We're going to lose our country if we don't get serious and focus on what really matters. And he has proven he can do the job. Uh, Raven, all right, make a prediction here. We're one month and one day from the Iowa caucus. Wow. How about that? <clears throat> it's yes. January 15th. Who wins, the I- who wins the Iowa caucus and by what percentage? Uh, well, President Trump is going to be the nominee He's going to win it. I mean, Nikki Haley is surging because she's getting a lot of money, but a lot of that's coming from Democrats. Need to be very careful. So it is going to be a Trump runaway. Um, that is my prediction. I I think it's going to be at least by thirty points. Um, the the polls kind of have a large margin of error because they're ridiculous to start with. But it's going to be an interesting ride, and hopefully, like I said, you're going to see. Uh, Biden peddling out, he's not going to make it, and they know that. So they're going to have to reveal who they're planning to sub in, and I think it's Gavin Newsom. Well, we always enjoy your predictions and talking with you every week, Raven. We're going to have to clip that audio, and when we have you on the week after the Iowa caucus, we're going to hold you to that. Um, okay. See if you were, see if you were right. No, I think that's. I, I think you're 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 right. I, I think the percentage. I would have to guess. I would think the percentage would be slightly less. Mark, I think it's going to be very close. Really, uh, DeSantis, but you're a DeSantis am, stand. But, but the last poll out of <laughs> Iowa showed Trump up. Yeah. Uh, substantially, don't get me wrong, but he's not over 50% in Iowa at the last poll. DeSantis was up now uh, to 19%, and Nikki Haley was down hmm. at 12 So it seems like maybe in Iowa, Nikki Haley's surge isn't going as well. She is, however, right. surging in New Hampshire well, and doing well yeah. there. Well, we will, again, clip this audio. I'll have you all back on, and we will see who was right in <laughs> Iowa. But we appreciate you, Raven. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I appreciate you guys as well. Thank you so much. All right. Coming up, we are going to do What's Hot with Hannah. But before we get to that, I do need to correct something I said earlier. Casey Muckler's with Department of Mental Health, not with DHSS. Sorry for all of my state friends um, for getting that wrong earlier. Uh, She's going to be joining us at 810. Um, And then also, we are doing What's Hot with Hannah next. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. This is Mid-Missouri's number one rated morning show. It is 725-ish, which means it's... Whoa. Holy cow. Is there a glitch in the Matrix, John? <laughs> I think. 
I, th- I think so. <laughs> Bending over backwards so the bullets don't hit her. I want yeah. an A plus for today, a gold star. Yeah, I keep you on time. We've talked about that. I about guess that. that is true. <laughs> now it's early. It's not even on time. It's early. Mark has been the common denominator in this. <laughs> no, it was actually seven twenty three when Stephanie asked me what time it was, and that, I don't know what to do with all this free time, guys. Like, you know, should we Millie's sing? still brushing her teeth. She isn't even. <laughs> I got the radio on. Should we sing Christmas carols? Like, what What do no. I do? There's no. so much time for activities. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier in the week, I put this up on the Wake Up in Missouri Facebook page, and we just haven't had time to get to it yet. And I'm so glad that we have Stephanie and Mark <laughs> back in studio. The number of people that texted me about this. <laughs> yes. Because you posted this and it can't apply to you. And they're like, oh, I bet you have a good story. And I'm like, I I am out of town. I didn't post that. Truthfully, I don't even remember what sparked this idea. Uh, mm-hmm. John might remember, but the question that I've posted on the Wake Up in Missouri Facebook page is, have your kiddos ever accidentally walked in on you and your spouse? And how did you handle it? I'm with, so. I'm with James, who on the Facebook said, walked in on us doing what? <laughs> Ra- wrapping, wrapping gifts, Hannah? Yes, yes. When I, I am trying watching to... Watching a bowl game, of course, is what we meant. Right. I know Jack also said, well, yeah, they just wanted to watch Dexter with us. <laughs> but no, um, I think most of the Wake Up fam knows what I'm talking about. So if you have any good or bad stories, I guess... Of your kids walking in on you and how you handled it. You Send can, them to Hannah because yeah. she wants to get an idea on how to handle them. You and can, no, I don't have any good <laughs> stories for this, so don't ask me. You can text those stories to 874-9390, uh, but I did insult one wake-up family member, and I guess I should apologize. Uh, Marie said that she was shocked by our question and that it was very inappropriate. So, Well, uh, we're sorry for that. And I technically, I didn't comment back this, but uh, I never said what the kids walked in on the parents doing. So, Marie, you kind of... <laughs> oh, we're reeling so, it back so, in. So, now. it's like innuendo here. Yeah. It's, where's mean, your mind at, Where's right? that assumption song when you need it? Like Bob said, just checking for ticks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tabitha says she doesn't, like, to her knowledge, her kids have never walked in on them. Um, but her kids have asked if the parents felt the earthquake oh, wow. last night. TMI. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Trevor says, no, I haven't had that, but I was that kid. Uh, Sorry uh, about that, ooh. Trevor. He's uh. still scarred, probably. <laughs> Nancy says, my oldest did, but she was too young to know what was going on or remember. At least I hope so. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, wrestling, well, just like WWE, Mom. Oh, my goodness, Hannah. One, one wake-up family member said, it's more fun than it looks, son. <laughs> Yikes. No, my, my brother and I, you know, growing up, our parents were divorced, and so we used to always tell them kind of in jest, like, hey, we are 50% of the time at Dad's house and 50% of the time at Mom's house. You guys get that out of your system while we're not here, please. Is what we used to... That was the running joke between my brother and I. There you go. That's fair. Like an open conversation. You were very mature for your age. I don't know if our parents saw it Appreciated that. Way, that. 
<laughs> I could just picture my now adult son just laughing uncontrollably would probably have been his response. All right. Well, you got to text us if you have a good story. 874-9390. Come on. Don't be shy. Oh we won't gosh. even share names if you don't want us to. Oh, yeah. that's People are going to want you to share S- names. Since you've just been sharing names from everybody who posted <laughs> on the Facebook page. Hey, they posted on Facebook. <laughs> it's like yeah. fair game. If you're, if you're going to post things on the internet, you should know that the internet is forever and that, you know. Yeah. What about the what about the dog with a cold wet nose in the wrong place in the middle? <laughs> Nicholas does give some good life advice. He says the door gets locked and we don't usually practice making babies until they're asleep. Oh jeez. Which is why they probably walk in on you because you think they're asleep. <laughs> yeah. There's always that. How did we get here, guys? Um I, I don't know. I think Way I, too early on what's not with Hannah. Way too early. Yeah, it's your fault, Stephanie. I thought you were just going to go with the seltzer story, the White Claw folks, and I would rather talk about that in that White Claw who makes alcoholic seltzer has decided and come out with a big press release, and they said, guess what? We're going to make non-alcoholic seltzer. They're coming to that bus driver's Yeah, the bus driver, yeah. And people are like, you mean LaCroix? It's sparkling water. (laughs) (laughs) No, a couple months ago, there was that bus driver who got fired because she was drinking White Claw on the job and she claimed she didn't know that it was an alcoholic seltzer. She thought it was just sparkling water. So, maybe they're helping her out. I think she's in the clear. I mean, there are so many different brands now. Sometimes you really do have to check, like, the, the can logo, and the label. The logo. logo. Except to buy it, you have to, like, show your ID or go to the liquor store. Maybe so, I'm thinking maybe. Maybe it wasn't on. hers. Maybe it wasn't hers. <laughs> the logo literally says hard seltzer. Yeah. All right. We are going to revisit the new Mizzou football schedule and all of the things that SCOTUS did. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri, featuring your mom. Stephanie Bell here, joined by Mark Ellinger. You are listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri, and Donovan has notes for the class um, about our last topic. So, Hannah, uh, the texter has kind of lit up, but if you are looking for some tips, Donovan's got your back. Uh, yeah. On my Facebook post from earlier this week, I asked, you know, have your kids ever walked in on you and your spouse? You can fill in the blank on what I'm talking about. And if so, how did you handle it? Donovan says, we tell our kids we're going downstairs to do laundry and the kids hate laundry. So the basement is our playground and we've never been busted. (laughs) Hey, that's that's a hot tip. Thanks for that, Donovan. Again, you can text us at 573-874-9390 on whatever's uh, on your mind. Uh, some people, we are getting some texts about tonight's roll cart meeting. Uh, I loved this one from Sandy. She says, I can't believe they have to have a special meeting on how to store roll carts. Come on, people. Um, but tonight... Well, uh, that is Columbia. I mean, <laughs> Columbia. Come on. You know, this is like the definition of Columbia so right there. Th- this is not confirmed, but I heard a rumor, mm-hmm. and obviously rumors are rumors, that uh, good old California, Missouri could potentially be going to a roll cart system. Thank goodness. Right? Like, I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, you put but, all the stray cats in them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen so many stray cats in my life. California has a stray cat problem. Well, and I think at issue is, you know, whether or not they're going to make you 
store them inside or something. And so we got another text from Nathan and said, I wish I could go to the meeting tonight. They can't make me put the, these things inside, especially if that means I can't fit my car in my garage and they're not policing the streets. And now I have to worry about my car getting broken into. So, you know, he's saying, I wish I could get to the meeting. But uh, if if you're interested, uh, everything's getting stolen except for the roll cards. The trash. Right? <laughs> Five to seven p.m. tonight, though, if you are worried about roll cart storage. You need to attend that meeting. All right. Uh, so we had some big news yesterday um, in the world of the Supreme Court and in Trump Nation. Um, so we have kind of two, one pending case and one grant, um, but they both kind of implicate uh, Trump's current legal battles. Mark, what, what did we learn yesterday? Well, I think the big one is the January 6th case. Um, the special prosecutor, Jack Smith, asked the Supreme Court to rapidly and quickly address the question as to whether Trump's actions on January 6th are protected under the official immunity clause of the Constitution. In other words, that he was operating as president and therefore he can't be charged with what he does as president. Uh, the D.C. Circuit did not agree with that, that, that he was immune, but there was a pretty good dissent, I think, that came with that. Um, it's gone to the Supreme Court. The trial judge in that case, uh, Judge Chutkin, who has ruled against Trump on pretty much everything, everything has now suspended the case, entered an order um, saying that at the moment she doesn't have jurisdiction over the case because this issue is pending in the Supreme Court and say, basically throwing the ball into the Supreme Court's court. There you go. Court's <laughs> court uh, to say, hey, you need to answer this quickly because we have a trial date coming up. Otherwise, the trial is going to get continued and it's going to be your fault for delaying it. And they could potentially answer it pretty quickly. They've done so in the past in these kinds of uh, really important cases. Yep. And they've asked for expedited briefing on it. I mean, you can do, they could They could say, yes, he has immunity. That solves the problem. They could say, no, he has no immunity. That solves the problem. Or they could do the third option, which is they could send it back to the D.C. Circuit for some additional action. Well, and I, I don't agree with m- most of what Chutkin has done, but I guess in one um in one of her pleadings or one of her orders, she said basically, well, just because you're the president, it doesn't confer a lifelong get out of jail free pass. And I think that's probably right. But I think we know there is immunity in certain circumstances. Is there any indication about, you know, when he might have immunity versus when he might not? Well, I mean, the question is, you know, you think about just think about the day of January 6th. You know, he was he was on the stage, but that's as a candidate. He was in the White House. Um, and when he's in the White House, was he functioning as the president of the United States, executing the official duties? Uh, in which case, you know, whether it's counting the votes or anything else, those are all part of the official actions of government. Therefore, the executive branch has something to do with it. You execute the laws of the country. Uh, so that would be official. But if he's acting as the candidate and he's doing things saying, hey, I want you to do X or Y because I'm a candidate and trying to stop something, then maybe that's on the other side and you don't have immunity. I think mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of facts and circumstances that go into that make it really difficult to know. Uh, Chutkin's been very hostile to this yes. concept, but you know maybe the Supreme Court will actually give some people an idea where the line is. And I know the Trump campaign was saying just the stay or the pause of the case was a huge win in Trump world yesterday. And then also this whole... But, but, but let, me, let me ask one thing here. What <laughs> it's if the, the only win they've gotten what, in that but, case. But, though, but really. that's great. So they don't try the case on, was it March 4th? I think the week before Super Tuesday was this. Mm-hmm. You know what? It, what if uh, what if this thing winds through, and instead of a March Fourth trial, we're having a September trial? 
I don't think Trump world would like a September trial. I think every time he goes into court, his numbers go up. <laughs> uh, I think I think that if you look at independents out there, if he is actually on trial and they're putting all that evidence on, because it's going to be breathlessly covered on every news outlet in the entire world. Uh, unless his case is really, really good, it'll hurt him with independence. Okay. At that time. Hot take mm. from Mark this morning. Also, we've got this obstruction case winding its way through the courts. We've got Joseph Fisher is, is the guy at issue. Um, and I guess the case also involves two other individuals. Joseph himself was in, he says he was only briefly inside the Capitol. He was charged with assaulting a police officer, disorderly conduct, and obstruction of a congressional proceeding. Now, it's that last obstruction charge that the Supreme Court said we've got to take a look at that. Um, and, I guess the D.C. Circuit, uh, well, he wanted, well, anyway, the courts have kind of wavered back and forth on this issue. The, the D.C. Circuit affirmed his conviction, but there was a dissent again in that one. And the dissent said this, the way the government's applying it, so overly broad that there that it has to be unconstitutional just in the base of how broad they're applying it. Wasn't um, that the guy who was a, like a former cop? Who was charged with attacking Capitol Police, or I have that wrong? Oh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, he, he, was he, was. With, he was charged with attacking the police officer. I just don't know if he was a former cop or not. Yeah, I think he was a former Boston cop. So at the lower level, it was District Judge Carl Nichols, and he said the law was enacted in the wake of the Enron collapse, and it was only intended to apply to evidence tampering that obstructs an official proceeding. Yet they've used this law to, I think... Um, I think 300 of the J6 folks have gotten an obstruction charge. So could have big implications not only for this Mr. Fisher, but for these other folks who have been charged with that, as well as for Trump. And for Trump, because the heart, the underlying heart of the entire indictment against Trump for January 6th is that statute, um, which is interfering with official proceedings of government. It's the obstruction of governmental activity charges. It's If, if it turns out that what they're saying is too broad... Um, you know, that might that might actually do real damage to the, the Jack Smith indictment. And interesting, I, I think, you know, Trump, I think one of his best legacies is all the work that he's done with the courts and the appointments and everything else. And now, I mean, a lot of his fate seems to be lying with the Supreme Court. And, and the liberal media is going berserk over it. In fact, I saw a comment, I think it was the Times, don't hold me to that, is calling for... Um, Thomas to recuse himself oh, from man. any case that involves January 6th because his wife, you know, on the basis that his wife was an active participant. Yeah. Well, what do Crazy you think the people. chances are of that? The zero. None. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you got your ethics thing. Leave us alone. Right. Exactly. Okay. You found this article and I think you're triggered by a recent purchase that I made. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> so I read this article. I thought Not it was another a riot. selfie stick, it, and Stephanie. It's, it, it's and a I, ring light. It's a ring light. And I loved the, the caption to it. I had to read it. It's how Meta's new face camera heralds a new age of surveillance. And this guy starts off, or, or lady starts off by saying... Uh, in the last two weeks, she's secretly been using a camera to film people, not letting them know that it's going on. And it's because she's wearing the meta Ray-Ban glasses and secretly filming people. And if you're looking online right now, if you're watching a stream, 
Stephanie is secretly filming you with her Ray-Ban, <laughs> her meta Ray-Ban cameras. And yeah, they have two cameras in the sides. Um, but you guys, I mean, Mark and Hannah, you're always telling me that I take too many selfies. And with the, I can't take a selfie with this. Now I'm just going to start taking pictures of you. So all that complaining. And now guess what you're going to get? Uh, all you have to do is stand in front of a mirror and take a picture of yourself with your glasses. You I don't even know you how to. Take your sel- you don't even have to oh, hold your camera to take a selfie oh, now. I think I got one. I'm gonna. I'm, we're going to post these on Facebook later. It makes oh. a cool noise. <laughs> Actually, the reason why I really like these, so I am a huge uh-huh. audio person. No, I'm serious. You guys know this. Um, I like selfies. <laughs> the real reason. But if I show up to a party and I'm wearing these glasses, Leave. I could be secretly <laughs> recording. <laughs> or she's bucking my- to be Tom Cruise's uh, fill-in stunt double on the next Mission Impossible movie, right? I or risky business. Sunglasses at night. Right. They actually have clear ones, so you don't have to look like you're wearing your sunglasses inside. But I really, really enjoy walking. And I really enjoy audio. I don't love... I, AirPods are okay. I don't love them. And actually, the glasses are, I think, cheaper than the latest version of AirPods. Um, and they have audio in them. And so if you don't like things like sticking in your ear... And I think also from a safety perspective, a lot of the headphones now have noise canceling. And so if I'm walking on the street, I really don't like having noise canceling headphones in because I feel like it's unsafe. Um, and when you're driving as well, I think people who drive with AirPods, you're you're not necessarily aware of your surroundings. And so wearing the glasses, they play, they will play the Eagle app and the radio or whatever you want. Um, okay, now we're talking yeah, about so, features I would actually so use it's here. It's wonderful because you can listen to all your audio. You can still have a conversation with people. You can walk down the street and not feel like you're going to get hit by a car or attacked from behind. <laughs> um, and so you can still interact. I feel like it's less rude, but I, you know, I like walking outside. I travel a lot. So like, you know, if I'm on the airplane or whatever, I've, I've had the situation where the AirPod falls out and it's like lost in the airplane. These are perfect. I think they're great. So I have never intentionally taking a photo with these i don't even know i mean i'm i, I just tried so we'll see so, i don't know where they go so so now meta <laughs> not, now meta not only knows where your phone is because you have facebook on your phone and it's tracking you constantly like every other app is but now they can actually see what you're looking at and use that against you in their algorithms i'm sure it's fine <laughs> and don't worry the government will never see any of that information no. never <laughs> i mean if never. you're worried about this then you're like we are already you haven't you have an apple watch i mean we're already fully like logged in and we're already streaming on Facebook currently. So whatever whatever picture I just took, Facebook if you can already figure has. out how to figure out how to use this little <laughs> I don't know. I love them for the audio features. Um I really do if you have You look cool in them. Oh, and they're cute. I mean, remember those old like meta AI, like the Oculus, you know, the other like things with cameras in them? They were huge and they were kind of ugly. These these are they're a little bit thicker on the sides but they're not i mean the best things are so (laughs) okay let's move on john it's up uh up to you next and that would be all except for this cold straight from the can are we doing a white claw segment again (laughs) stay tuned (laughs) all right uh that's up next with john This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Miss some of the show? Check out our podcast at 939theeagle.com. And that would be all, except for this.
Alex Earl released a 14-second TikTok video discussing her habit of eating cold soup straight from the can. Is that okay to do? Well, the video has three and a half million views. Even Campbell's Chunky weighed in and commented, Alex, please. Some folks think eating cold canned soup can make you sick. Progressive stepped up and they said their soups can be consumed cold, but whatever temperature you prefer, we agree with Alex that soup is elite. Whatever that means. Heating up canned soup can enhance the flavors and help you stay warm, but it's apparently safe to eat right out of the can. Reminds me of my concrete crew co-worker many moons ago, Old Stu, who in the dead of summertime would eat Vienna sausages room temperature from the can and he'd always crack the can open and drink the juice first before he got to the Ugh. got to the Vienna sausage. Remi- reminds me of sea rations. There you go. Sea oh. rats. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know who Alex Earl is, John? Yeah. So I've got to I've got to tell you, John, and if you know folks were watching on the live video feed on the Wake Up in Missouri YouTube channel, you would have seen Stephanie and I make eye contact and just kind of laugh. When you said the name Alex Earl, because I think we were just mutually impressed yeah. that you knew who Alex is. She's yeah, and that's the one that does all the different food weigh-ins and all on TikTok. She's a big TikToker. She does yeah. a lot on TikTok, yeah. but for those who don't know her, she's dating Miami Dolphins yep. player Braxton Berrios. Yeah. Um, oh, she's having her own little T Swift moment. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm so. not sure. I'm not sure Braxton Berrios matches up with Travis Kelsey. Just <laughs> uh, for the certainly not. But she's super popular on TikTok. But yeah, I I actually saw this on TikTok and this the cold soup thing, and I can't get behind it. I can't. I'm family either. member who eats refrigerated pork and beans right out of the can. I I think cold baked beans is really good. Honestly, nah, not there. You're canceled. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Things that are supposed to be hot should stay hot. No, cold pizza, cold Chinese food. No. That hey, microwave your pizza. Text yeah, us. Steph, Steph asks pops about cold sea rats in the field and five, see what he thinks of them. Five seven three eight seven four ninety three ninety. What do you eat cold that makes you weird? Definitely Chinese food. I will say some so people good. think that me drinking iced coffee all through the winter is weird. That is weird. You're so Gen Z and canceled for that for sure. Yep. But per, like cold soup, like that is. That's another Didn't level. Didn't we know somebody who used to live on progressive soup? Yes, we do. Also, Alex <laughs> Earl is like not known for her excellent eating habits. She's thin as a rail, but she's constantly taking videos of herself ordering like enough food for like 30 people at so night not fair. and like eating just trash. Like so, so she eats like two bites of each and then falls asleep. And and the reason she gets away with that is cuz so many people pay on her TikTok feed or however she's monetizing it that she can literally go out and just waste people's money on that. Apparently. I don't know. I think she just has a metabolism of a 22-year-old or something. I think she's figured out a great scam. We should all figure that one out. It's not a scam. Influencing is not a scam. She's actually pretty smart. I mean, I think. She's she's capitalized on her... Yeah. Well, what about what's his name from the Titans with the mayonnaise and the coffee and eating the bananas with the peels? Will Levesey. 
Yeah. That's just gross. That is hilarious. <laughs> and I just saw something about mayonnaise. Did you see this on the New Heights podcast? Speaking of Travis Kelsey and his brother, they get in a long debate about, like, apparently Travis Kelsey hates mayonnaise. And Jason, what? like, eats it on everything. Wow. And it was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and Travis asked Jason, so, like, when you haven't sweat for a while and you sweat, is it just, like, is mayonnaise just oh. coming out of your pores? And the two of them <laughs> talking about mayonnaise was hilarious. See, I like mayonnaise, but that's disgusting. Mayonnaise is gross. Oh, yeah. Jason Kelsey. Kelsey looks like a mayonnaise guy. (laughs) (laughs) Corey says cold chicken. Yum. Cold chicken. Like like chicken salad or like rotisserie chicken. I've eaten cold fried chicken before. But it's soggy. Oh, I've got about uh, people eating cold, uh, you know, SpaghettiOs and stuff out of the can. If it comes in a can, chances are it shouldn't be eaten cold. You think? I think there's if an com- exception if it to comes that out, If it comes out of a can, there's probably chances you ought to think about whether you should eat it at all first. <laughs> My kids have been obsessed with ramen lately, and I don't know where that came from. They eat it hot. How about um, cold ramen? Oh, no. Kind of crunchy. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, next up, we've got Casey Muckler from Department of Mental Health on the 988 line.